to Graceness, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. Every Monday, I will share a brief devotional based on the scripture with the theme of reflection, song, and prayer. Let's go to God together. Today's theme is the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh. Our scripture reference is Genesis 3, 6 in the NIV. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. That one verse changed the entire course of our lives because of one man's sin and one woman's sin, the fall of man. I recently spent almost three weeks with my granddaughter and my daughter, and she's learning how to walk. And she's getting better and better every day. Mother two before I arrived, my daughter told me a story about my grandbaby, my precious 15-month-old grandbaby. She told me the daycare teacher wanted to speak to her concerning an incident that happened at school. What could this possibly be about? My grandbaby's only 14, 15 months old. What could possibly happen? Well... The teacher said that my grandbaby saw a cookie on the plate of an older child and she walked over, took it, and ran and put it in her mouth and ate it. Wait a minute, there's something wrong with this story. My grandbaby just learned how to walk. How could she run? Then the teacher said, after she ate the cookie, she came back to the same child, took another cookie off the child's plate, ran, and ate it. Oh no, this can't possibly happen. Okay, she ate the cookie. No one took it out of her head. She got a chance to eat that cookie. Now wait a minute. This child just learned how to walk. How could she learn how to run too? I believe it happened, and it did happen. Now, so glad that the older child didn't get upset with my child. First of all, my child is the queen, is one of the queen bees of the daycare. They just love her to death. And my daughter doesn't give her child cookies either. But the lust of the eye got to my granddaughter. In her mind, she said, I want that cookie like everybody else. I want to taste and see what it tastes like. And I want that now. You know, my grandbaby doesn't know anything about Adam and Eve. She does not know that Adam and Eve had a problem with disobedience and a problem with taking something that didn't belong to them. They wanted to see how it tastes, and they wanted what they wanted. I still can't understand how this happened. But then again, when you go back to Genesis 3-6, we know how this happened to my grandbaby. The fall of man. Now, you know, I could take this whole story and spin it a whole nother way. This whole incident could have been the daycare's fault. Number one, they should give the babies cookies too. 
unless you wouldn't want anybody else's. Two, since my baby is one of the queen bees of the daycare, she deserves what she wants. Three, the daycare fee is high and food is included, so she should have any food coming out of the kitchen. No, no, no. Every one of those statements is incorrect and wrong. My grandbaby was wrong and her angelic halo has shifted. Adam and Eve's fall has affected us all. One of the ways it has affected us is in childbirth. Because of, because of Eve's and Adam's sin, women will experience childbirth in a painful manner. Now, some of you have had easy childbirths, and some of us have had very difficult ones. Thank you, Eve. You listened to the serpent. He sold you a bill of goods, and you and Adam ate it. The Bible says the fruit was pleasing to her eyes. Can I give you another situation? I'm a home cook. I'm not a top chef or master chef, but I'm a good home cook. Now, one of my problems as a home cook is I don't have great plating skills. Now, restaurant chefs and home cooks know that people are not going to eat the food if it looks like slop or if it's not presented in a beautiful manner because we eat with our eyes. Before we even taste the food, we eat with our eyes. The fruit that Eve had was pleasing to her eye. That's not the sin. The fruit was pleasing to the eye because God made the fruit. He created the beautiful garden, which had the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the garden of Eden. But he also had other fruit and other trees and other plants that were beautiful. But that one tree he told them, you can't touch. Gardens today are beautiful. Longwood Gardens in Kenneth Square, Pennsylvania. And then we have Central Park in New York City. And then we have the Botanical Gardens of Brooklyn. Then we have the Botanical Gardens of Naples, Florida. There are botanical gardens everywhere. And some of you have beautiful gardens at home. Gardens that are pleasing to the eye and also pleasing to our nose. No sin there. Gardens are beautiful. Adam and Eve were created by God. They were not born into sin. We were born into sin after the fall of man. God gives us freedom to do what we will and what we please. Adam and Eve's innocence turned into disobedience, the fall of man. We are not robots. God does not make us do anything, but we have a will to do what is right or a will to do what is wrong. We have to daily go to God and ask him to help us with the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh. Many people in the Bible had problems with the lust of the flesh. And you know who I'm going to talk about, King David. I like David, but David has some issues just like I do. But David had an issue. David had a lust issue. He lusted after another man's wife. Then he committed adultery. And then his lust turned into the murder of Bathsheba's husband. And then we have Achan. In Joshua 7, 1, 
Achan decided to disobey the Lord. God said that you can't take the spoils of the land after you conquer a group of people. He said you can't do it. He said no. But Achan said yes. And Achan did exactly what he wanted to do. But God punished him. Check it out in Joshua 7.1. And in that verse it says, So the Lord's anger burned against Israel. Now, Achan sinned. We didn't sin, says the Israelites. That's my words. But God's anger burned against Israel. Now, I'm a school teacher. And all my school teachers out there, you know what happens in the classroom. One or two or three children keep talking. And you say, no recess today or extra homework because we have kids in the classroom who do not want to be quiet. But we're only talking about one or two children. We're not talking about all 13 or 20 or 33. Everyone is going to get punished. Recently, I lost 50 to 60 pounds of flesh from my body. Thank you, Jesus. Early on, while on my weight loss journey, I asked a good friend to pray for me about my poor food eating habit. She began to pray for me on the telephone and she prayed that I would eat right. And as she prayed, she said, Lord, I ask you to pray for Marlene and her lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh. My eyes flew open and I was appalled. What? Yes, for me, it was the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh. I wanted to eat what I wanted to eat. In 1 Corinthians 15, 31, it talks about dying daily. We have to bring our flesh under the subjection of the Holy Spirit. At the present time, I am completing um, a new devotional book solely focused on encouragement and inspiration and support for weight loss. 101 devotionals. It should be out in the year 2023. One of the devotionals talks about bringing the body under subjection. My body wants to eat what it wants. My body wants to eat what it sees. But everything is not good for my body because certain foods that I like turn into fat. And then the fat manifests itself on my body and then the excess weight brings on diseases and then messes with my body organs so i can't eat certain things i have to die daily to my flesh i have to use portion control and not eat certain foods like fried chicken which is a struggle for me waffles and fried chicken oh lord but that's not my food right now. Food is not a sin. But if I overeat, it is gluttony. If it's going to add weight to my body, I'm already overweight or obese. Knowingly eating wrong food is sin for me. I'm not going to talk about you, but for me, it's wrong. Do you have a problem with the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh? Overcoming the lust of the eye is a prayer that we must have. I told you about my sin and my grandbaby's sin. We are not the only ones sinning over here with the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh. Some of us 
have the lust of the eye every day. Others on occasion. I believe my grandbaby knew she was wrong. That's why she took off running. We're going to have to train her that taking another child's cookie is inappropriate behavior. But this same child lifts her hand in worship when listening to gospel music. Wow, I was amazed to see that. We were made to glorify God. And she started that at 14 months. Do you have a problem with the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh? Pray and ask God for help and ask him for forgiveness. Work on it with the Lord's help. Read his word. Stay in tune with Jesus. Stay in sweet fellowship with him. Today's closing song is verse 1 of Yield Not to Temptation by H.R. Palmer. He's also known as Horatio Richmond Palmer. us peace. Lord, we know we have issues with the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye. We give it over to you, Lord. We die daily to our flesh. Help us to bring it into subjection under you, Father God. Please help us. We see stuff that we want and we just have to have it. And just help us as we deal with those desires and not covet and not want what somebody else has because they have it. Help us, Holy Ghost. Help us in this area. Father God, we ask you to pray for the, our listeners. We're so glad to have them. And we pray that you will bless them and guide them and meet their every need. We ask you to touch each person and guide them on this day, I pray. In the name of Jesus.
for joining me today on Grace Notes, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. Make sure you visit my website, MarleneJenkinsCooper.com, where you can connect with me. I would love to hear from you. While you're at it, if you found value in this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you click on the button to subscribe or follow and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that would help me out too. If you like this podcast, you may want to check out my book, Grace Notes, 5-Minute Inspirational Devotions for the Church Choir, Musicians, and Friends of Music. Be sure to tune in on Monday for new releases of our devotional episodes. God's grace is sufficient for each of us. Blessings.